0: Welcome to the Beauty in the Network podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Jones, marketing and strategy coach to beauty pros and creative service-based business owners that are ready to ditch the hustle. I went from struggling solo bridal beauty artists to managing a agency of 17 bridal hair and makeup artists that services four states. Tune in to learn how to start, scale, and maintain a sustainable business that does not require the hustle. Learn from myself and other industry experts of how we created our dream businesses and how you can start stepping into the truest version of your own CEO self. Let's go. hey friends and welcome back to the beauty in the network podcast it is your host Jasmine Jones and today I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things I've been on the topic of scaling last week I was talking about uh, how you can scale and really protect your time and I was really giving you different options depending on where you are in your business what your current budget is for you to start preparing to really put your business on autopilot this is a huge advantage to scaling right we want to make sure that our business can almost run without us so that we have additional time to show up in other branches of our business so that we're not necessarily always working in our business, but we're working on it. We're building up to the vision of what we want business to look like for our long-term, right? And in order for you to do that, you need time to prep and plan. So today I'm talking about why scaling might be feeling hard for you, what strategy should be the best strategy that you should use whenever you are scaling, and the last one is why most people actually end up abandoning the strategy that they choose and what ends up happening so I have scaled my business uh, I want to say like three or four times Uh, originally my business started out just in my hometown which was Charleston South Carolina and after I scaled my business, um, that's when I, I build my team. Uh, I started out with five uh, freelancers that were working underneath my brand. And then I was able to scale my business from Charleston, South Carolina to the state of South Carolina. And let me just tell you about that expansion itself. That expansion took time. It took effort. It took planning. And it took intentional action. Right? So... Let's just pause right there. And I want to put a, like, I don't know how to do sound effects, but this is like a very important sound right here. That is an important sound you need to stop trying to wing your brand expansion or scaling your business. You need to sit down and create a actual plan. Where do I wanna service? What popular areas do I wanna be working in? Who do I need to connect with? How many hours per week do I have to actually build that into my schedule, build that into my weekly activities so that as I am showing up in my business, it might be busy season right now, but I'm still working towards my long-term goal, right? A lot of the time, the biggest thing that I hear is, I wanna grow my business, but I don't have the time. When you sit down and you have clarity on your action steps that you need to take, and sometimes those action steps might be, you know, reach out to four planners this week, send them a DM or send them an email and let them know like, hey, I really enjoy your content or whatever it is, right? You start building relationships. Relationships build, uh, it, it basically takes time, right? Relationships take time. And What we need to understand is when we say to ourselves, oh, well, growing my business is something that I want to do in the next two years, but when you don't understand that there are some things that take time to grow, when you actually get ready to grow your business in, in those next two years, now you realize, oh, well, I should have been doing some of these things in the background, you know, maybe a few months ahead or maybe a a year in advance, right? So this is why I want to tell you, depending on where you want to expand, where you want to take your business, what things you want to start selling, you are going to need to integrate that into your daily habits or your weekly routine, whatever you call it, right? Your task organizer for the week, whatever you want to call it. You need to understand what the plan is so that you can actually, create a intentional action step that's going to get you there each step. So that was number one. When I was scaling my business for the first time from my city to my state, it took time. Now, It actually did not take that long for me because I was a little bit aggressive. I'm not even going to lie. I was very aggressive. And I was aggressive because I had a lot of free time on my hand. So what I did was, um, and I talk about this a lot, but there was a day um, where I just decided, okay, well, I know that I need to make these connections. I'm going to write a huge list. I actually went over to uh, the Knot wedding wire in Google, and I just searched in Google and searched, you know, all of the um, uh, vendors who, uh, who were just in my servicing area, right? I made a list of every single planner, every single photographer, every single uh, wedding venue, and I sent emails and I sent DM messages on Instagram for a few months straight. I would message 30 people. 30 30 planners 30 photographers 30 venues i don't care i was sending them a message right and now when i say that i would do things a lot more intentionally i would definitely make sure that i segment out people who are vendors in uh venues that my target ideal client would actually go to right would actually book right and there's a there's a whole way of how you can actually do that but if I were to do that, you know, uh, this time around, I would have done it completely different. But that is what I did. So I was planning, I was prepping, I was being intentional about how I was spending my time because I knew that me by myself, I could only take the the name of my brand so far. And since I wanted to do things on a more smaller budget, because I did not have a budget at that time, I had a lot of time. So I had to become very disciplined in making my connections, right? And I was making my connections. Connections way ahead of time right and that's what actually happened um which led us to our second brand expansion to the state of North Carolina which actually led to uh me my boyfriend well now my fiance now and our dog we moved three hours away from my hometown because of how well my brand expansion went it happened fast um I probably did uh, most of my connecting around uh, 2018, around like December, November time frame, And we actually were able to move in May. I want to say May. Yeah, May of 2019. So a few months, like six months. I, I think that's six months. Yeah, like six months. So do not underestimate how long or how fast something should take. It might take shorter, it might take a little bit longer, but we need to start prepping and planning, right? So, Let's get into why scaling might be feeling hard for you. Number one, you might not even have a game plan like I was talking about. You might not have a game plan. And let me tell you, regardless of if you wanna grow a team or if you wanna get into education, you have to start prepping your audience. You have to start talking about things and really taking your audience on a journey with you. So when I was growing my team and when we were expanding, I was constantly in my Instagram story telling people what I'm doing. Hey, I'm doing another round of hiring. Hey, I am adding more people to our preferred vendors list. These are the type of people that we work with. These are our popular locations. Who wants to be on our vendor referral list, right? People in our Instagram stories, they would constantly come because they're like, oh my gosh, she's giving us a behind the scenes of what it's like of her actually growing uh, her business. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people, um, they don't really show. They don't show that. A messy middle and it's because they think oh well nobody wants to hear about this nobody wants to know about you know all of the prepping and planning that I'm doing like that's not cute hair or cute makeup or anything like that but people are nosy <laughs> people are nosy and they want to feel a part of something think about the people that you constantly go to Um, when it comes to social media. Like whose names do you actually type into the search bar to see what they have going on in their stories or if they have a new live or if they have a new post, right? There are certain people's feeds that you go to for a specific reason right whether it's education a good time or some memes right you are going to people's pages for a reason and when you are telling people hey this is what i'm doing people are going to be like oh my gosh did you see how you know samantha is out there growing her business she's hiring again they just expanded again they're rocking it out hey did you see molly She's over there expanding to new orleans like she Is on the ball. I know somebody in there that I might can refer her to, maybe give her a connection. People are wanting to support you. And when you're more open about your journey, people can say, Hey, this is who helped me with that. Hey, you're hiring too. Hey, what process are you actually using that actually helps you? Right? Or, Hey, I love the hiring post that you just created, right? Like, so many different ways that we are blocking things that we need to receive because we don't want to show the messy middle, right? So talk about it, but actually have a plan of action, right? So that's number one. So let me talk about uh, the number, the second thing that I wanted to talk about, right? The number two thing that I want to talk about. And that is which strategy is actually the best. So I'm talking about a plan, right? So what kind of plan should I have, Jasmine? What is the best strategy for me? Now that goes into your business model, the strategy that you need the strategy that you use needs to complement your business model and you guys know your business model is made up out of the services that you sell who you sell them to and how you actually create a income structure so that you can actually receive that so any kind of like automated systems and processes and things like that to really help your business scale very smoothly right So first thing, what services you sell? The services you sell is a huge indicator of a strategy that you can use, right? So for example, I had a client, um, she wants to get into education, um, but she also uh, has a salon and she definitely wants to get into bridal. So with her, If she wanted to get into education, she has a studio, and she wants to get into bridal, her content is going to speak in a very specific way. Her content might be talking about, hey, this is the color formula that I use for my color correction this week. Here's the before, here's the after. Now listen to me. If you have a salon studio, as I know a couple of you do, but if you have a salon studio and you do cuts and colors and you know eventually you want to get into education and you want to start talking about uh, cuts and colors and color corrections, if you created a post that has like your formula, this is the formula that i use on this color correction today um that is going to attract more stylists right because let's be real if a ideal client landed on your pose they don't know what the form they don't know anything about this formula they don't know about 5n and you know 2rv and you know 20 developer for 40 minutes they don't know what that means so you are going to be attracting other stylists to you, which would be perfect because now you're dropping a color formula. Now you are positioning yourself as an educator. You are positioning yourself as a leader, someone who people want to follow, right? And if you wanted to not attract stylists, right, you might talk more about the benefits that the client had or maybe even integrate both into your content right like hey this is what sally came in before and this is what sally's at after we did an amazing color correction on her today she went from you know fried frizzy ends that were breaking off to a nice haircut that was healthy and smooth and you know all of the things right all of the things that clients are like oh my gosh this is what i want my hair is fried and dry too i need to come into her so the type of content that you create is going to attract your audience. Now, you can have a dual audience, right? Two different ideal clientels in one audience. You can have people who would buy from you as an educator, and then you have people who would become a customer with you. And this is how you determine your strategy. How are you going to be showing up? What are you going to be talking about in your Instagram stories? How are you going to prioritize reels? What type of content or collaborations are you going to? To be doing right, and you know, different aspects like a newsletter list so many ways that you can intentionally prepare to scale. But if you don't know what the long term is, you are going to have a hard time really planting those seeds prior so that when you are ready to start hosting classes, you've already been building up your dual audience so that you can have a profitable second branch of your business, right that is a huge, I know that was a huge light bulb moment for so many people. And this is how I really help dissect, you know, people's strategy. The strategy needs to be customized to what your long term goal is. And this is why I don't necessarily give a lot of broad strategies, right? Because you can listen to my content all day long but if that strategy is not geared towards your customized goals or what it is that you are planning on doing like down the line it's most likely going to work but it's not going to give you the biggest bang for your buck it's not going to be as intentional right so that is Tip number two, you need a strategy that is customizable to your goals, right? Now, here's the last part. The last part is why most people's strategies fail. And this is because we are learning from too many people and we're getting shiny object syndrome and we are abandoning our our strategy and we're not doing anything at all, or we're abandoning our strategy, trying to test something else out, it's not working and then you you kind of like getting your feel. So, this is something that I actually did for a while and this is why I talk a lot about, you know, trying to piece together your business from so many different gurus and coaches because everybody has different strategies for so many things. And if you try and mesh Two people's strategies together who might have you know polar opposite you know perspectives or uh, what worked for them, you are going to have a hard time. building a building a scalable business is going to feel very uh, resistant. So here is how you find a strategy that you can actually stick with. Find a strategy that complements your strengths. So for example, I love to talk a lot about Instagram stories. Instagram stories, legit helped me double my income when I first started uh, using it. It was very all over the place. I was just, I was showing my sandwich. I was showing my dog. (laughs) I, I wasn't really talking about my business. I wasn't talking about our services. I was sharing, you know, a recent post from our feed every now and then, but I really wasn't utilizing it in a way that positioned me as the expert and positioned our business as a premium. So what I like to do is I like to use my Instagram stories only to further nurture the relationship, right? Our feed is our main content and it gives people like a great introduction to our brand. But our Instagram stories is where we go a little bit deeper and I talk more about things that are are more than just surface level, right? So in our Instagram stories, this is where I talk a lot about, you know, why having a diverse team is so important to us and some of the conversations that we have with uh, potential brides, you know, worried about. Uh, how their bridesmaids had a a terrible experience with a a different company and how they think that they might have to do their own hair, their own makeup, bring their own foundation, and talking about our philanthropy, how we donate, this is where people get a deeper dive into our brands, our brand's values, what we stand for, what they can expect when they work with us, what they can expect when they work with our team. This is where I'm very intentional about what I say, how I say it, and how I am articulating our value, right? So whenever you are choosing something, choose something that really highlights your strengths. Me, I am a talker. You guys know I am queen of typos. I am queen of run-on sentences and I own that, right? But one thing that I'm really good at is speaking, explaining. So I utilize my voice on lives, in my Instagram stories, and I really had to work up my confidence in order for me to confidently show up in our stories, right? Because before, I was so afraid of my Instagram stories I would take my camera like my professional camera it was a a canon uh rebel camera and I would record myself on my camera and if I liked the video that I did or not I would I would upload it to Facebook. this was probably around like early 2018 and I, I was afraid to get in my Instagram stories so I had to work my way up I wasn't even practicing on Instagram. I was like, I might accidentally press the button and upload it. So I did it on my camera. So you have to work your way up to seeing what your natural gifts are. And I bet you have some natural gifts that you haven't even discovered yet. So Tess, don't be so hard on yourself. Who cares if you stutter? Who cares if you have to restart, right? Get into your stories or start creating connections, start being a little bit more intentional with your writing when it comes to what you're selling and your storytelling abilities. Figure out what your strengths are, right? If you're great at writing, you might be able to double down on blogs, utilizing SEO so that you can get found through Google, right? So you need to find a strategy that works best for you. And the best way to do this is find people online, one, who you feel give, give gives you like great value, who are integrity, who's transparent, and see what their teaching style is. See if what they are teaching is something that really aligns with your strengths. See if it's something that really gets you excited and find somebody who can explain it in a way that is easily understandable for you. So there's so many strategies. There's so many different ways that you can grow your business But if you guys did not know, this week on Wednesday, um, I am going to be releasing an instant replay free training. And this is going to be talking about some of the most common mistakes that bridal hair and makeup artists are making when it comes to scaling their business and how they can actually start putting their business on autopilot, right? So I'll be talking a little bit more about some of the things that I went over today, like your business model. What you're selling, strategies, automation, because these are the core things that you need to have a business that runs without you while still being able to increase your profit without having to add more to your to-do list. So I'm really excited about that. If you want to know a little bit more about that, head over to my Instagram so that whenever it is released on this Wednesday, then you are able to just click it and watch it whenever you please. I'm telling you, it's going to be jam-packed with a ton of valuable information, so many gems. And if you watch the whole entire video, like tag me, let me know that you are enjoying all of the details because I might even reach out and offer you a free bridal beauty business audit so I can see if you have any gaps in your business and if I am able to help you close them with some simple strategies, some like I mentioned today, and really help you get on your way of creating an action plan or a game plan for you to scale your business in a more sustainable and intentional way. So that is all for today my friend if you don't already subscribe to the podcast make sure that you subscribe and if you love this episode tell me like hey what was the best tip that you took away from today's episode tag me on instagram at beauty and the network you can follow me down below in the link in the show notes and i cannot wait to hang out with you next week bye friend Hey friend, did you like today's episode today on the podcast? If you did, make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you leave a review and let us know what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode. Also, coming up, there is going to be a huge giveaway because we are getting close to our 100th episode on the Beauty in the Network podcast. So make sure that you follow me over on Instagram at Beauty in the Network so you can stay tuned when we hit our 100th episode. Stay tuned for the fun. Bye, friends.